Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Well, I'm going to Mississippi. Mississippi, here I come. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino back in the studio. Now go ahead and get a jump start on planning a fun Mississippi getaway over at visitmississippi.org. And head on over to supertalktv.com because you will see I'm not in my home base today. In fact, I've kicked Richard out of the Oxford studio. That's not, that's not entirely true. He's on vacation, but I am filling in his chair for him today in Oxford. My husband and I are here for the big game. So I thought it would be fun to do bring you good things out of Oxford Studio and see what everyone is up to here. So joining me today is Miss Kenny and Nadia with Visit Oxford. And when you ask them what's going on in the town of Oxford, they will say everything <laughs> and it feels like everything i started looking at your list that you were preparing today and good lord ladies this is a busy town it is it's so busy and this is really prime time um nadia and i both ventured out of the office today for lunch and we said here we are you know it's kind of like a we're not in kansas anymore moment um and we are all you know hands on deck here um in oxford ready to welcome all of our visitors and um, show off this town and such a pretty time of year. You know, you think about uh, the impact that sports have. I mean, obviously we're in baseball season, but for you guys with Visit Oxford, it's not just baseball that you're interested in. It's not just football. I mean, you guys get the town or get geared up for all of the different events that sort of come through. So when you do have, I guess, a team, I think they're ranked number one, listen to me, trying to <laughs> trying to to be my to be Richard in his seat today, um, against uh, ranked number five, the only reason why I know that is because we're going to the game, does that does that elevate the excitement in the city or the amount of people coming in? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we we love um, all of our athletic sports here, and it's it's funny. I know the big game this weekend is obviously the SEC opener for our number one ranked baseball team. Um, you were right about that. We are so thrilled. Um, <laughs> but you know, in the visitor center, we've had um, track visitors from Missouri, and we've had um, softball visitors also from Missouri. So there's so many things going on. Um, in addition to the big baseball game. So it's just crazy. Like I said, all hands on Which deck. is funny because most people that have their minds just set on the event that they're here for, right? Like you're like, oh, you hear the buzz about the other stuff. But for Visit Oxford, you've got to have your hands in all the events that are sort of going on. But for good reason, because tourism impacts this city like nothing else. So, Kenny, when we think about uh, what in terms of visiting Oxford does or coming to Oxford, what is the tourism impact? 
Sure. Um, a lot of people always ask us, you know, how many visitors come to Oxford in a year? And, um, you know, if you if you think about that, you know, there's there's really no place that you tally in or, or buy a ticket when you come up in just the sound. So we can't tell people exactly how many visitors, but what we can track is how much visitors spend. Um, and so that's really how we know what our impact is on um, travel here to um, the small town of Oxford. And so we know, um, based on our research and tax collections, that visitors here to the Oxford community spent $172.6 million. Million? Yes. Um, in our tiny <laughs> town um, of about 28,000 residents um, and then 20,000 students, that is a huge impact um, for us here. And it really kind of brings so many taxes in. So out of that 172.6 million spent, um, local taxes that are attributed just to tourism um, is 16.2 million. Um, so that's just you know big numbers, things we wouldn't have if it weren't for tourists. And so those town. are just the numbers when we talk about here on Good Things about visiting Mississippi. I mean, we push really big all the great things to do within our own state. When you're thinking about spring break, when you're thinking about you know certain schools that are coming in for these we you know these games or weekends if you don't have kids that go there or by you know just coming to visit your dollars are going back local i mean when you visit mississippi it's still like supporting a local business when you choose that out of going to you know another state and not that you should never take your family across the border but you should think about more opportunities to to visit what's going on here because a lot of the numbers i mean those are people from other states right kenny that are coming to mississippi or to Oxford from our, from their home state. Oh yes, so that that's definitely true. So it's it's visitors from um, right now. We're not really getting many international visitors, but it's it's definitely visitors from other states, but then also in state travel as well. Um, so that that all kind of counts, and and we welcome we welcome everybody. Well, they welcome you this weekend. Obviously, Oxford will, but you're not going to get a ticket because I hear the games sold out, which is a good thing. Wow. It's a, it's a definitely a good thing. So Nadia, if you're not maybe you're not into baseball, you didn't get your tickets. I know there's plenty of more going on in Oxford, and it's supposed to be a beautiful weekend after the weather we had on Monday. We're welcoming some sunshine, even if it's a little chillier. So what's on the slate for Oxford? Yeah, so I mean, just this weekend, Kenny mentioned all of the sports with the track track meet and um, softball, and I believe there's something at our Youth Sports League as well. Um, But also we have the Oxford Film Festival happening this weekend. Um, So a lot of people in town for that. Um, They're excited to bring it back for the first time in person since 2019. Um, you know, and then there's things just kind of going around town. There's also tennis. Um, we've had stuff at the Ford Center. Um, so just pretty much anything you can think of is happening this weekend in Oxford. And and really for the next few weekends, um, the spring is just jam-packed. Which spring means um, usually softball, baseball kind of tournaments going on. I know coming into Oxford from central Mississippi, I saw that they're still doing the work on the sports complex or a sports complex one of the roads we we sort of mm-hmm. uh, sort of came up what kind of impact is that going to have when it's completely um, finished I know you don't know numbers yet but do yeah. you all have an idea I mean the the one we have here locally is um, great and it's packed through October. Um, I can't remember exactly how many tournaments they have but every weekend whether it's soccer baseball softball, they um, fill it to the max, and it's it's an amazing impact. Um, we really saw that impact um, during the the first few months of COVID when nothing else could really happen, 
and those outdoor sports were still happening, and they really kept um, our restaurants and hotels and local businesses going during that tough time. So um, that was kind of a silver lining is just realizing the impact that those um, travel teams have. And how crazy um, parents are. They will travel yeah. during a pandemic absolutely. for their kid to and play. we're thankful for them. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I, I totally agree with that. But, yeah. you know, Kenny, when you think about being, you know, uh, the director for Visit Oxford and you weather the storm of something like a pandemic, I mean, you just mentioned these great numbers, a hundred plus million dollars uh, that was, you know, brought in. Could you imagine when the world did reopen that the world would come back in such a, a strong way? Because it feels like not that you can ever really make up for those years because that's lost revenue. I mean, restaurants uh, didn't see their doors reopen. Businesses, uh, you know, don't want to hear that now that had to make tough choices. But from a, from a macro standpoint, it feels like maybe we're getting a surge of some of, of some of that back. Um, yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, the, the pandemic, um, you know, I think we've all got PTSD and, um, and for whatever reason or realm that you played in that. Um, but yeah, we are seeing, so, you know, I said that 16.2 million, um, to taxes attributed. That's back to our 19 and 18 numbers. So, you know, 2020 is kind of a wash. It was down to 13.6. So, I mean, the $3 million, um, dollar loss, which is, is huge, but, you know, we weathered the storm so much better here. Um, than a lot of our neighboring towns. And, and like Nadia said, a big part of that was um, our city did allow the youth sports to stay open. Some people couldn't facilitate that based on their facilities. We were able to. Um, but, yeah, we we never imagined that we would be back here. And, um, you know, we're already tracking for 2020 to just be, um, you know, record breaking so we are hey, look, we're looking at all kind of record breaking things that's a good <laughs> when you're thinking about the good things and the positive records to break i mean we all think it's the breath of fresh air we all like to hear those kind of statistics coming in anywhere from you know mississippi because when oxford's doing well the rest of the state does well when the coast right. does well every you know and so it's when we're all sort of seeing that influx of positivity and i will have to say i mean not to get you know i don't know necessary specifics but it feels like even during the pandemic and nadia you may realize this when you're connecting or, or conversating with with um, people who are looking to host their events in certain places, our more, um, I guess, approach to COVID restrictions or more open to having conversations on how to keep safe without, you know, buckling way down, really open Mississippi up to have more events mm-hmm. and have more people feel comfortable. And people sought out Mississippi for for their you know for their venues because of that right absolutely and you know we're also very thankful um, the state legislators um, allocated money for tourism recovery funds so we were able to actually market Mississippi specifically Oxford but the entire state um, way before some of the other states were able to jump on board so um, we never stopped marketing it we we certainly pivoted and changed the messaging a little bit just so everyone could be aware of um, restrictions or how to be safe, um, but we still wanted them to come, and because we do have so many facilities that are outdoors and just ways to still congregate, but a safe way, um, we were able to host events and host meetings um, that other places weren't, so we were very thankful. Well, good things is going to continue to come live from Oxford today. You can text in your favorite local eats here. My husband and I will be looking for places to grab some food coming up next, but stick with us. we got more for you from Oxford here on Good Things.
Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations, community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. Mississippi has more eyes in our name than any other state. That just makes sense. We're not just a star on the flag. We're the state where people follow theirs. Whether you're cutting a new path or following the road less taken, the bank that actually gets you there is just a few exits down. With more accessible, flexible lenders, more product choices, and more cutting-edge digital banking. When you move to your own beat, nothing beats local. The Citizens Bank, in your corner, member FDIC. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you can tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size and installed, picture frame glass, tables, desktops, and Insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass. They'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at VenableGlass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. 601-605-4443. Did you know you can find the latest sales information or breaking jewelry fashions from Albritton's on Facebook? Hi, I'm Cameron Albritton. We've come a long way since my great-granddad opened in 1920. How we live, travel, and even celebrate. But some things shouldn't change. Fine diamonds and jewelry from Albritton's are still treasured for their quality and value. Be sure to like us on Facebook and come see us. Albritton's, Mississippi's foremost diamond merchant. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Upbeat, positive, and stories that make you smile. This is Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. Thanks, 
one to remind you there are some great things to do in Mississippi from events, unique places to visit. So go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. And Good Things is visiting Oxford today. We are live coming from the Oxford studio um, today because my husband and I are in for the big game from Tennessee and Ole Miss. They'll be kicking off. I think that doesn't kick off, I guess, throwing the first pitch or long, however you say it, right? Like <laughs> uh, Later on this afternoon. And so we thought it would be fun to catch up with some of our favorites around town, specifically figuring out what all is going on around town. And if you haven't figured it out yet, Oxford is a uh, busy place with something for everybody. And so it's not just about the sports. Uh, Kenny, who is uh, with us, as well as Nadia from Visit Oxford. There's also festivals. There's also uh, concerts. There's also, I was trying to keep up graduation. There's mm-hmm. also all of these things um, sort of going on. So what? where do we start next, Kenny? Oh, um, you're exactly right. There's um, something for everybody, honestly, here in Oxford. Um, so if you're not a sports fan and you just want to come for our storied history or, um, you know, literature, you can definitely come that, come and do that as a tourist. Or, um, you know, coming up in the next few months, not only do we have wonderful weather this time of the year and um, beautiful blooming flowers to look at, um, but you could come for, um, you know, Softball, track, um, youth sports, the film festivals this weekend. Um, in a couple of weeks of April the 9th, we're really looking forward to a new event or festival called Mississippi Day. Yeah. And, like that. um, that is going to be on the university campus. And I think the best way to describe it is an open house, um, for the different departments on campus. So there's about 70 departments, um, that will be all around the Lyceum Circle, just right there the heart of the campus and um, they will be kind of doing a little show and tell if you will um, to explain kind of what their department's all about and so they're inviting um, local citizens as well as people from all over the neighboring states and region um, as well as alumni to kind of come back and have a little bit of a homecoming and learn about maybe some new departments or see the department that they were a part of when they were here in school and um, teach their children about you know what engineering is and um, just all the different um, offerings that the university has. Um, we'll have a table there for um, visitor information and what else you can do in town, but there's there's something like that almost every weekend in the spring. So It's like if you just need a quick getaway or staycation or vacation or a quick drive, you can always come up. Just You know, it's good just to try burgers in different places, steaks in different places, and just see what's you know happening sort of in town. But, Kenny, you mentioned, I think it's like half your population are right out of students as well as, as residents. So when you have things like graduation, Nadia, or you have um, the coming in in August, I mean, we don't think about that as terms of tourism, but mom and daddy are coming to bring them or, Absolutely. you know, you've got the rest of the family who's coming in to sort of see that thing. So from from a graduation standpoint, how excited does Visit, Visit Oxford get about those events? Yeah, and it's certainly changed over the years. Um, it first started with um, orientation. So all incoming freshmen have to attend orientation. Um, and the university has really now spread it out over the entire month of June, even into May and July. Um, so it's a much more enjoyable experience for all those people coming in. They can actually kind of move around and breathe a little bit. Um, but that's amazing impact for our restaurants and hotels. So not everyone is cram full, you know, just one or two weekends of the month. It's 
it's spread out through the entire month. Um, same thing for like move-in. Um, it used to be one weekend in August and you can imagine wow. everyone coming in for that one weekend. So now it's really about 10 days. Um, it just kind of spreads it out again. Um, and, Another kind of silver lining of COVID was they started doing that for graduation. Um, we have always heard feedback, you know, if someone has two children or, um, you know, a boyfriend, they can't go to their boyfriend's graduation because their graduation ceremony is the same time. Um, they've started spreading that out, really starting on Thursday all the way through Sunday instead of just on Saturday. Um, so and you have again, more people more likely to come when there's yeah. more rooms available and more. Absolutely. It takes a load, too, I guess, off your restaurants and other places as well. They can Most feed definitely. them all over, yeah. over a few, few days instead of one dinner after uh-huh. graduation. Yeah. yeah, no one's happy when you're all trying to get into one place at the same time on the same day. So um, it really is a more enjoyable experience for everyone, you know, whether you're working at the restaurant or you're a parent coming in for the graduation. So um, we're very grateful that the university has evolved um, to spreading it out and making it a better experience for everyone. So um, that just means, you know, there's more weekends for people to come to Oxford and experience it. So we're, we're excited about that. And excited, too. I'm, I'm still hearing all the track, all the softball, all the baseball, all the things, right? And mm-hmm. so when you have those families coming in, they all have to eat. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's one thing. So is there a quick, easy way on the website, Kenny, or somewhere else where a family's like, you know what? We're going to take our, you know, um, up and, or travel up a notch. We're not just going to go to this tournament and survive on PB&J. <laughs> sure. We want to, you know, taste something that's around town. Does, that's kid friendly. I have yes. to add that part. So, I mean, is there a way to go and kind of figure out where you want to dine? Absolutely. So, um, you can go to visit oxfordms.com, um, and you can just search for what to eat and you can divide it by kind of the areas of town. So if you're going to be downtown, you can say by the square. If you're going to be out on, on the Jackson Avenue area, you can kind of pivot to that and toggle. And so it'll tell you everything that's right around. And there's even kind of like a pricing gauge on there so that you know, Kind of what you're looking at before you get there. Of course, now anybody can pretty much find a menu online, but um, that is a really easy way. And then we feature a lot of restaurants on our social media. So, you know, I always encourage people, um, if you are coming into town to, to follow us um, and all of, you can find all of um, the different channels or social media platforms under Visit Oxford MS. So I feel like all of our towns in Mississippi have those signature events, though. Even if you've never been, you when you hear it, you go, that's where that's at, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh, yesterday on Good Things, we talked about the World Catfish Festival. You automatically go Belzoni. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't know Belzoni, you go Delta, that's right? right? So when you hear Double Decker, you go Oxford. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. I don't know when it is. I think it's in the spring. But when you hear someone talking about getting excited and you're like, is it, you know, are they taking a drive around town or there, is it, you know, like a, one of those buses <laughs> that's a Double Decker that you see, it, you know, that you see that you're visiting or touring towns? I don't know. That could be part of it. But most people know Double Decker in some capacity is connected to Oxford, and that's one of y'all's signature events, right? It is. So this year we're celebrating the 25th anniversary, and technically if we would have been able to have it the last two years would be the 27th. Um, So we lost a couple of years there. But, um, yeah, a a pretty solid history there um, for this festival, and it's an arts festival. So um, we've got about 150 artists coming in from all over the region um, to set up all over our downtown square on Saturday, and then we have 
really great music on Friday night and Saturday. So, um, and it's all free. A lot of people call and ask where they can get the concert tickets and it is free of charge. So, um, and a great place to kind of sample some of that. Is there a double decker bus? When does the double-decker come in? So it is named for our double-decker bus. Um, The city owns some double-decker buses, and we do tours on those. Um, They're kind of sick right now, so we're doing some renovations that we're really excited about. Um, But we are... Um, kind of teaser alert, hoping to have one running at least some that weekend, but we're going to take it easy on them, kind of like a recovery. Um, so it might be around more Friday than Saturday running. Okay. Um, and then we are sure to have one um, for a great photo op. I feel like part. that's the cherry on the top. People aren't coming to Oxford to the double-decker just for the riding of the buses. No. So we can be kind <laughs> to the buses yes. and let them get their their old changes and in, in whatever it may be that they need and uh, facelifts in that, in that respect. But it definitely feels like art is a big part of what makes downtown Oxford special, which leads perfectly into our guests who are coming up next on Good Things. I don't want to steal any of their thunder because <laughs> there's some of the local artists that are doing such good um, good works. But, but Nadia, I mean, what would be your last little plug for Oxford? Yeah, I think um, just kind of going off of what Kenny said, it is the 25th anniversary of Double Decker. We're so excited to have a headliner for Friday night. So it's not just all day Saturday, but we've got um, former Ole Miss baseball player, country superstar Brett Young, who is headlining Friday night. So we're super excited about that. And a great lineup on Saturday, um, Mavis Staples is in the mix. Um, We've got The Revivalist and Trombone Shorty and Orleans Avenue, as well as some other um, more regional folks that are going to be just it's going to be a great day so we're real excited um but you know if you can't make it on a weekend everything's still open during the week so come see us then we'd love to see you um and we're just excited for spring in oxford i think that's kind of a pro tip right kenny it's like if you can get out during the week sunday night monday or tuesday night or whatever you're going to have less lines less weight but you're still getting the same core festival or activities just a little less crowded that is so true. I know um, when we have new visitors, I always say, come come on a kind of off weekend so you can really get the good feel and then come back for a really big event. There's yeah. not an off weekend. Yeah, there's not. <laughs> we'll see you in July. We'll see yeah. you in July. Thank you, ladies, so much for your time here on Good Things. But you stick with us. we got more for you coming from Oxford. Coming up next. What do you From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a beautiful day, sunny skies, high near 69. Tonight, clear skies, low around 44. Your Saturday, sunny skies, high near 69. Saturday evening, clear skies, low around 42. And for your Sunday, sunny conditions, high near 75. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871. Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. 
community outreach programs, and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. Save the date, April 23rd, 2022, and let's ride in Greenwood, Mississippi. Ride begins and ends at the Greenwood LaFleur Airport and winds through the beautiful hills of Carroll County. During the Greenwood Gravel Grind, take the challenge 50K or 100K. Two routes, three rest stops, gravel hills, SAG support, post-ride party. April 23rd in Greenwood. Sign up now at GreenwoodGravelGrind.com. Brought to you by the Greenwood LaFleur Chamber, Indian Cycle. Visit MS.com, Greenwood CVB, and Pepsi. At TrustCare Health, we're reimagining healthcare for the modern world. No long waits or hoops to jump through. Just the five-star care you deserve and the convenience you need. From urgent care available seven days a week <laughs> to routine care for the whole family. You're good to go. See you in a couple months. You can get in and out and back to your life. Mama! Stop by one of our convenient locations or visit TrustCareHealth.com. TrustCare Health. Feel better. Faster. When the power goes out, your life is disrupted. Heat, air conditioning, refrigeration, phones, all gone. Be prepared for the next outage with a Generac Home Standby Generator. After sensing a power outage, a Generac Generator automatically restores your home's power, whether you're home or away. Power your life with a Generac Home Standby Generator. In Central Mississippi, contact Generator Technologies at 601-862-3419. That's 601-862-3419 or online at generator-tec.com. Morgan Stone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morgan Stone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. It's Alyssa Arbuckle, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Several cities have chosen to opt out of the state's newly created medical marijuana program. Lamar County won't be one of them. The Board of Supervisors voted on the issue this week. So far, city leaders in Brandon, Ridgeland, Glugstadt, and Pass Christian have voted not to participate in the program. Cities have until May 3rd to opt out, with the option to opt back in at any point. If voters don't agree with their decision, they can request a special election by gathering signatures from either 1,500 registered voters or 20% of their respective population, whichever is the least. A former Diamond Head City Councilman is facing additional charges in connection with a Valentine's Day incident involving a 17-year-old boy. Alan Moran is now charged with touching a child for lustful purposes and two counts of contributing to the delinquency of a minor. The parents of the teen filed suit, claiming Moran has engaged in this type of behavior with multiple other men when they were teenagers. He was booked into the Hancock County Adult Detention Center on a $10,000 bond for the felony charge and an additional $1,000 for each additional charge. Pine Grove Behavioral Health understands that lasting recovery and healing begins at the roots of who we are. Transformation is deeply woven into the core of each individual through broad-reaching treatment options. As a result, we have gained a reputation as one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses, drawing an expertise and multiple whole-life treatment programs to effectively address the real complexities of life and addiction. Call 1-888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com for more information. One place, many solutions. 
Want to infuse new flavor into your favorite recipes? Try Polk's Smoked Sausages or Delicious Ham Steaks. Add Polk's Garlic and Green Onion Sausage in your spaghetti. It adds just the right amount of spicy flavor. Polk's Cajun Sausage is a family pleaser in your famous red beans and rice. Your Bayou Friends Jambalaya is even better when you mix it with Polk's Ham and Sausage. And for Grandma's old-time chili recipe, kick it up with Polk's Original Beef or Pork Sausages. There's no buts about it, folks. Picky people pick Polk's. Hi, I'm Billy Kinder, host of Big Billy Kinder Outdoors. Hear the show Saturdays at 1, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Turkeys, whitetail, Grenada Lake crappie, or Gulfport redfish. We enjoy it all, especially when you're in camp with us on Super Talk Mississippi. Keeping you up to date with news, weather, and politics that affect you and your family. Up to the minute reports on air and always online at supertalk.fm. Your statewide news network, Super Talk Mississippi News at supertalk.fm. Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. wants to encourage you to go on an adventure in Mississippi, so go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. And I'm finding out more about what's going on here in Oxford as we come to you from here live today for good things. And part of it is you can go on an adventure and find all kinds of public art along the square as long as throughout also the city of Oxford. And we have back one of our good things guests, Earl Dismook, who is a sculptor extraordinaire. And he's brought with him one of his friends, Anna Murphy. She is an artist from Chicago who is working on a wall mural that will blow your mind. And Anna, I am sorry, I don't have a photo of it. I would have put it up for everybody to all and ooh at, but don't worry. I'm going to go find it, and I'm going to take a picture with it and then let everybody see. So first, welcome. Thank, Thank you, you so much. So good to have you here. Okay, Earl, I'm going to start with you, because when you visit Oxford, you definitely get that there's a sense of pride in public art. I mean, we just heard from Kenny about the double-decker um, you know, event that's coming up that's all about art and music and, and you know, surrounded about that. So how has the city of Oxford sort of been intentional with promoting its local artists? So so we have uh, the Yagna Sculpture Trail now that's been up and running for close to six years Mm -hmm. and that that sorry that holds um you know that's open to national regional and local artists and so there's usually one or two local artists that are involved in that Mm -hmm. as well each year also uh, a couple years ago we talked i came on talked to you about the shelter show where Mm -hmm. we had uh artists that came on and or artists that were able to submit works for uh the different bus stops and so that's a way and then recently last year i was one of the first to get the opportunity to get a commission for a roundabout art piece that's uh now permanently in the roundabout by the old hospital oh that's pretty cool yeah that's really cool and so it just brings a sense of pride but also it gives a sense of uniqueness and individuality to your downtown or to your to your community i think all main streets should or just you know all main streets the sort of cities should embrace their local artists okay anna you're not a mississippian but i know you don't want to leave yet right from chicago how did you get connected with oxford to paint this extraordinary mural well, thank you. Um, so I was working on a mural in Frankfort, Kentucky, um, and Earl had seen it, and 
a lot of my work has to do with nature and Mother Earth and living in unity with the Earth. And and it, and he thought I would be a perfect artist for this project, um, working with the Chickasaw Nation um, to create this portrait of Princess Hoka. So how big is the mural, or how big will it be? So the mural is 40 by 40 feet. Um, <laughs> it's not the biggest mural I've ever done, but it's, it's I'd say, in the middle of the size murals I now work on. Now you're bragging. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> that's comfortable. It's comfortable yeah. for me. It's comfortable size. How does um, one even start? I mean, it's one thing, you know, I have a nine-year-old who loves to draw and doodle and paint and all that, and it, it's remarkable, but it's another thing, even if you're good at it, to then go 40 by 40. I mean, that's that becomes a whole nother ball game, or is yeah. it? Yeah, it is. Um, so... I started out doing oil paintings on canvas size, about four by five feet on average. And that's kind of big for a painter um, on canvas. But then once I did my first mural, I realized, I think the first mural I worked on was about 70 feet by 20 feet. And I realized I needed to come up with a new painting technique to to be able to work at a faster speed and get the same results and detail and, and, and realistic Um Speed. How long do they give you to, or how long do you give yourself to complete the mural? I'd say on average between four to six weeks. Uh, so it does take, you know, <laughs> some time. Um, but to they, me, that's quick. I would, the, I would expected months. Yeah, there's some tricks to the trade. So one of those is projection. So instead of having to draw it all by hand on the wall, you can project it, and then you have your uh, uh-huh. drawing on the wall, and that's the most important part because if the drawing's wrong and the perspectives are wrong then that's that's what can make it look weird on such a large scale but um that's sort of the first step is projection um and then go from there and they go from there yeah earl she wouldn't be here without you at least or seeing her and trying to convince anna to come to mississippi for this project so explain the project and then how you knew she was going to be the perfect fit so uh, I started working with Helen Overstreet and Mike Overstreet Properties. The, the property is on their wall, and they wanted to commission to do this. And so what I was tasked with is helping them find the right artist for it. And so we submitted, you know, we looked at several different artists, and then Helen fell in love with her. And so that's when we knew we wanted to work with her. So we met a couple of times over Zoom meetings. It was originally going to be on the south-facing wall, yes, Mm -hmm. south-facing wall. And then, uh, you know, things came up with that. Then COVID happened uh, and really kind of halted the project for a while. And then we finally, meanwhile, Anna's still doing murals. Helen and I are looking at them, checking them out, and then it's just it just kind of happened to be the right time. It's the right time. It also has the right place for a mural. So what makes the location of Anna's mural like perfect for the city of Oxford? Oh, it's it's in a prime location for anyone that's visiting Oxford or the square. It's right across the street from the new uh, – we have a four-story uh, parking garage for free parking, and you can see it at, at different angles from every – story there it's pretty amazing so it kind of greets the guests and visitors here and then visit there and looking at it uh, your inspiration for nature and then you know the indian culture i mean it's absolutely gorgeous where did you get i mean when you look at the wall Anna, because i just look at brick i mean we're just looking at it like oh that's just a wall mm-hmm. right you know you don't want things growing on it or it to look dingy but you see it as a canvas mm-hmm. so i mean did, did you mull over different ideas in your head before you landed on you know what you wanted to do or when you see the wall do you just see what you're gonna you're gonna put there 
Yeah, uh, some of it is just seeing the wall and just taking in the space around it and getting inspired that way and the shape of the wall, the shape of the landscape around it. Um, that's part of it. Um, I had a pretty clear vision for this project um, because obviously the portrait was going to be the main focus and then I wanted animals and, and plants to be surrounding her because that's such an important part of the story. The Native American culture is, you know, they lived one with the earth and respected the earth. So to have those natural, the animals and plants becoming one with her was was kind of the... So the, the cool feature. part about a mural is it's 40 by 40, as you mentioned, Anna, right? Mm-hmm. So when we, when the, the viewer gets to see it, we get to see it in its entirety. And if you live here in Oxford and you're going by every day, you're watching it slowly get painted and, and, and come into creation. Mm-hmm. But you are like six inches from the really small space of it the yeah. whole, in, you know, the whole entire time, right? Yeah. I mean, I know you have your stencil and you're, you know, you're, you're probably stepping back as we all do and we're paying and sort of thinking about it. So what's it like for you the first time you do that last stroke, which I know you haven't done yet on this one, but then to step back and just see, see it. When it's finished? Yeah. Oh, there's nothing more satisfying. It's, it's a lot of work to do that large mural. Physically, it's very demanding. Um, you know, it's very intense for about a month or a month and a half. And then, but once it's finished, there's really no better feeling as an artist to. And if you make a mistake, I feel like that's a big one. Like if you make, okay, oop, I got out of my line. You know, I mean, it's paint. It's, and it's a mural. How do you fix that? Well, that's what paint is. So painting is so forgiving because you can just paint over it. See, there's so much life wisdom in that. You make a mistake, you just, you just take some paint and paint, but paint right over it. Yeah. But working at such a large scale, one tip is that. Um, you don't get, you don't do the details until the very last moment. You, you work very broadly, and I work with a lot of washes, so I kind of build it up, build it up, and then do the fine details at the very end. Because when you are so close to the wall, you want to start doing the details, but that's that's a mistake because then you can. Because in a port, like the portrait, the detail, I mean, it is a, it is the details that make it right. a portrait, right? right. I mean, if it's a landscape or if it's something like that, abstract, you, you know, it's not as whatever, but. To look and see, and what's the lady's name? Yeah. Princess Hoka. Princess Hoka. Yeah. I mean, when you look at her, she looks like she's in the wall. Like, I mean, it's, yeah. it's just, it's. I feel like everybody's going to want to put this on their stop of when they're in Oxford. I've already put it on mine. I'm oh, like, we're going to go by, and I have to see it and um, see it in person. You know, Earl, what does a mural like this? I know a lot of um, main streets across Mississippi, a lot of different towns, they're embracing not only local artists, but other um, art- artists from around to come and sort of leave their mark. What does a mural do, like, just to the mood of the town? Well, it, it's a lot of things. It, it, just public art in general helps, uh, I think, in a way, is a um, equalizer, great equalizer. Not everyone feels comfortable walking into a museum or a gallery, but if you can uh, turn a corner in your daily life and see a big 40-foot wall mural, that's going to affect you in some way. And in most cases, it's a positive way, and it creates a dialogue that's not normally there for you. Which I totally agree. And it just, I, you know, we're all about those tiny moments throughout their day that can sort of boost your happiness or boost your mood. And you may have like so much junk going on in your head and you just pass by and you see her and the peacefulness in her eyes and or any of just the bright colorfulness that, that's around Oxford as well as other towns. You just remember that there are good things right above the storm clouds. I think that's always a, a good reminder as well. Okay, we've got more with Anna and Earl here on Good Things as we wrap up our day here in Oxford. Coming up next. That's just how I feel Trying to reach the things that I can't see, see, see. 
Magnolia Health is made for Mississippi. A statewide network of specialists and primary care physicians at more than 17,000 locations. Community outreach programs and quality jobs for nearly 400 Mississippians. Our commitment to building healthier communities in Mississippi has never been stronger. Learn more at magnoliahealthplan.com slash benefits. March into spring with a new Mazda from Mazda of Jackson. Right now, get 0.9% financing on every 2022 Mazda in stock. That's right, 0.9% APR, which will save you thousands in finance charges. Plus, get 750 finance cash and 0.9% APR on Mazda CX-9s. And Mazda of Jackson will take care of your first year's maintenance at no cost to you. Shop right now at MazdaofJackson.com. It's our mission to give you great deals while treating you like family every single day. Plus, you can buy with confidence with a 20-year, 250000 mile powertrain warranty from Mazda of Jackson. Our incredible credit team will work hard to get you approved. 100% credit approval is always our number one goal. Bring in your current vehicle and we'll buy it, even if you don't buy a new one from us. Don't overpay for your next new Mazda. Get to Mazda of Jackson today and march into spring, where nobody walks away because everybody saves. Our all-new state-of-the-art facility is located at 5397 I-55 Frontage Road North in Jackson. Call 991-2222 today. Mazdaofjackson.com. See dealer for details with approved credit on select models. This is Joe Rooks. Create your own Gravely Zero-Turn More package and save big at Revel Ace Hardware and Revel Outdoor Power. Pick your Gravely More, pick your trailer for as low as $97 a month. And for just $10 a month more, you can add a steel, trimmer, blower, and chainsaw. Plus, 0% interest. Revel is Mississippi's largest Gravely dealer, and that means great selection, savings, and service. Learn more at reveloutdoor.com and Facebook. Revel and Gravely, brands you can trust. This is the closing agri market report. At the close, the New York Cotton Exchange May cotton was up five hundred to one thirty five ninety. July cotton was up five hundred to one thirty two thirty five. At the close of the Chicago Board of Trade, May soybeans were up nine and a half to seventeen ten and a quarter per bushel. July soybeans were up six and a quarter to sixteen eighty eight and a half per bushel. May corn was up five and three quarters to seven fifty four per bushel. And July corn was up six and a quarter to seven thirty four and three quarters per bushel. At the mercantile. June live cattle was up 42 to 137.37. August live cattle was up 42 to 138.12. May feeders down 117 to 165.32. August feeders down 115 to 178.45. And at this hour, the Dow Jones is up 77 points, 34,785. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network. That's right. Now you can play Wheel of Fortune practically anywhere. With the Wheel of Fortune scratch-off ticket from the Mississippi Lottery, you can win up to 17 times on a single ticket. The top prize is a cool $100,000. It even has its own second-chance promotional prizes. You can win trips, prizes, and yes, even more cash. Get your Wheel of Fortune scratch-off tickets today and have fun, y'all. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. I think the teacher's asleep. Looks like he's dreaming. I can't wait to hang up my team mascot. I think he's having a nightmare. No, this is just part of his lesson plan. He's trying to show us that calling Mississippi 811 before you dig is so easy, you can do it with your eyes closed. Call 811 two days before you dig, and let's have zero damages, zero injuries. 
where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Worked all week, got it all done. Let's make the Tennessee River. Delay in planning your Mississippi getaway. Everything you need to know is over at visitmississippi.org. We hope you've inspired you to come out and visit Oxford. Maybe you're coming in this weekend for the big game. That's why me and my husband are here. We're bringing you good things from Oxford Studio today. But I wanted to continue our conversation with a local artist, Earl Dismook, as well as a visiting artist, uh, Anna Murphy. She is from Chicago, but I can't wait to get out and actually see you at work. So you're here with me at work, and then I'm going to go grab some good local grub, and then I'm going to come see you. Can't wait. Uh, working there. Does it? Does it bother you when folks stop by and it's like, no. hey, Anna, you missed a spot? No, everyone's so kind. I love it. It gives me energy during the day. Yeah. I well, I yeah. mean, if you're out, how long do you paint in, like, what's your hours? Like, you get up there and Usually end. about 10 to 7.30. Wow, that's a, long, that's a long yeah. day of good shoulder strength. Yeah, I'm getting strong. You're definitely getting strong. <laughs> Speaking of strong, Earl, you got to be strong to pick up your sculptures, man. I mean, what's the average sculpture way? Uh, well, that's a good question, but m- probably they average around... Heavy. Heavy. <laughs> very much so. And very heavy. And very heavy. Okay, so where do you create your sculptures? So I have a studio in my backyard that I work out of, and uh, I also, if there's anything that's too big for to work out of that studio, which is somewhere around the anything higher than 11 foot or bigger than 1,000 pounds, I'll work with... Uh, I work with fabrication company here. That does that. Okay, yep. so the same question like with Anna. You see a blank wall, and she she just envisions the mural that needs to be there. You don't even have the wall. You're looking, you just have steel or whatever you use. I mean, how do you, where does your designs for your sculptures come from? So I work with mainly uh, found objects, and a lot of that is steel found, either cast off from fabrication companies or I've uh, gone through, scrap yards and found pieces that look interesting to me and i bring a lot of that back and i just collect it and then i live with it for a while and then when i'm starting i don't have any certain goal in mind when i'm first building a piece i'm just taking uh this found object and how does it relate to this other found object and start trying to find visual rhythm through that and from there you know these compositions are created. I'm assuming that also requires some form of talent in welding, or yes. how do you? I mean, because that's also an art in itself. Ask any welder who you know does that every day for work. There, there is an art to to that as well. It is, and and all of these are are welded steel. Um, and then what I found is is that I'm getting become a better welder. I'm a really good grinder. I can clean up a dirty weld and and make it look pretty. But I'm getting I'm becoming a better welder as I go. So yeah. Well, I think most people are enjoying your entire sculpture. They're not getting um, you know being really in on the actual welding. I love the names, Dingvat. Like yeah. I feel like that was a jab at somebody. I mean, <laughs> was it a sculpture after somebody? And you're like, you know what, that Dingvat. Well, you know what? It was it, in a way. It was a self-portrait. You know, it was a very abstract self-portrait. But when we grew up, my parents called us dingbats all the time for the silly things we did. And so, yeah, it just kind of that was a good name for it. And you have other fun names. Yeah. Some of the you name your sculptures. Every sculpture name their sculpture. Not all, and uh, I got some that I don't name that are untitled. 
But I think as you're creating those pieces, the names come with them. One piece I have is called Molly Ringwall. And, uh, you know, I grew up around the time of 16 Candles and, and uh, you know, those type of movies, Pretty in Pink. Mm-hmm. And so I was making this piece right around the time my mo- my wife was about to have our fourth child, and she- I asked her to come out and look at it, and I started painting it what I thought was going to be like this plum color. And it came out more of a fuchsia, and she said, that's Pretty in Pink. I like it. It's Pretty in Pink. There's the name. There's the name. Well, folks can see your work, Earl, not just here in Oxford, but all over Mississippi. So where are some of your pieces? So I have a piece uh, that is at the uh, Walter Anderson Museum in uh, Ocean Springs, which is a beautiful space. And then I just installed four new pieces outside uh, around the downtown Starkville area. And you, do you have anything here in Oxford? I do. I have the pieces in the roundabout. And yeah. then uh, I'll ha- upcoming this fall, I'll have an indoor show at the uh, museum here. So. So lots to get out and sort of see and Absolutely. enjoy. And it's always fun to know the, the faces behind the creations that you probably stop and take a picture of or think, well, that does look like a Dean Vat, right? Or, or I love sculptures because it's, well, like any art, um, you it's up to the person's interpretation sometimes exactly. of what they see. And you never know. But the good news is, is at least it's there. And Oxford's here for you to come and visit. You can visit Anna for a little while longer as she's working on her mural. How long are you going to be in Mississippi? Um, well, April 18th is our unve- mural unveiling celebration. So, so, yeah. at so least if you're coming then. in for a few more events, stop by, say hi, tell Anna you heard her here on Good yeah. Things to see the mural. And where can they find your work online? I know you got to get out somewhere. Yeah. So, well, my Instagram handle is at Anna P. Murphy. That's A-N-N-A-P. M-U-R-P-H-Y and then my website AnnaPMurphy.com and Earl I am at, at Earl Dismuke on Instagram and then EarlDismukeArt.com We're at, at Super Talk on all the <laughs> platforms and you can just keep it right here because you got more coming up next with Sports Talk uh, Mississippi from 3 to 6 but Rhino and I will meet you back in the studio Monday at 2 but until then I hope you all find time for the good things good things for you Mississippi Media Production.